Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Liberis, Senior Manager, Marketing Operations at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hey, everyone, this is Danielle. Hey, everyone, it's Sari, and welcome back to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. We know there's a lot happening right now, and we hope we can provide you with some insights, tips, and best practices, and breathing room from the critical work you do. We are here to support teaching and learning wherever it is taking place. So today, you get just another episode of Sari and I, and we are going to talk about acceleration. Say what? What do you mean by acceleration? I know that's a big buzzword right now floating around. You see it everywhere. What does that mean to you and to and what should that mean to teachers? So I think the first thing is acceleration is not going faster. I think when you hear the word acceleration, it is, you know, what do you think, right? Fast. Like you put your um, foot on the pedal. You want to go faster. That is not what I'm finding and uncovering when I'm looking at the research and from our guidance uh, from Curriculum Associates. But why it's called acceleration is because it's more efficient. It's an efficient way of using grade level content and strategic scaffolds to ensure that all students are getting exactly what they need. And it's a it's a strategy in a way to help educators think about approaching this giant thing called unfinished learning. Got it, it feels very daunting, <laughs> very, very yeah. daunting. There's so much. So when you break it down like that, I think it makes sense, right? It's providing the, the building blocks so they can get to what the ultimate goal is, which is grade level content. Um, quick shout out to Jamie Cooper, one of our extraordinary educators from the class of 2021, because something you said reminded me of something he said the other day, we were actually talking about accelerated learning uh, with him. And he said, teaching is not a drive through restaurant. It's not fast food. You can't just pop in order. And I was like, I thought that was a great analogy because a lot of people do think that it's just getting it done faster, but that's not how humans function, nor will it be successful. And so I always just think of that now when I hear the term. Um, but yeah, how, how can teachers kind of wrap their head around this and get started if they know that they want to expose their students to grade level content, but they also know that there's big gaps to fill? Yes, the first step is that everything you're doing is great. I just think <laughs> teachers are really overwhelmed. Yep. And I think start small, think about your next lesson, think about your next week of instruction, think about your next unit and pick one subject. Or if you're an elementary teacher, probably pick reading or math. Uh, typically reading and math is the are many of the educators we work with. But just pick one subject, one unit, one standard. But the point is what the research shows from his and historical data is that we are not, and I'm saying we, all of us, need to be a little bit more strategic in how students are accessing grade level content. What the Opportunity Myth found for TNTP, we've referenced that a lot. We've talked about that in actually our very first podcast, is that students have been exposed to below grade level content for a vast majority of many kids' academic lives. And that strategy is not going to work. It's not going to help fill the gaps. A lot of educators are also working with just um, assessments that only have normative data, which means that you're looking at assessments that are comparing students to their peers. That's also not going to catch them up. So getting having the right information, 
being able to know where your students are, which is why obviously we part we're at Curriculum Associates, we have iReady Diagnostic, which allows you to see exactly what your students need and where they need to go to grow. But whatever your universal screener is, so the first step is figuring out where your students are, especially given this crazy year and what, what's happened with in school, out of school, virtual, not virtual. Are, did they log in? Did they not? So first you need to know where they are. Actually, first you need to pick something, start small, know where your students are. And then in your planning, you want to schedule all students exposed to grade level content time. So say you have a 60 minute block, 20 minutes of that, you are teaching all the students grade level content. All of your students will um, start make sense of a problem in math that's on grade level. All of your students will have grade level text in front of them, whatever that looks like for you. But then the other 40 minutes have some small group um, instruction with differentiated centers. But what you're using in those centers and what you're teaching in that small group is still aligned to what they are learning in grade level content. Kind of hard to describe this in a podcast. How'd I do? <laughs> I thought you did great. Um, I think starting small, knowing the data, and then thinking about your whole block, 60 minutes or whatever it is, it's like a pie graph. What part of that are you going to spend? What portion of it are you going to spend giving all students grade level content? And then how are you going to organize the small groups? I think that that's a good, a good place to start. Makes sense to me. <laughs> and we will link the um, TNTP opportunity myth as well as a blog post that one of our colleagues wrote about norm and criterion data for you all in the show notes. And what we've done a lot of work and we have webinars too that we can also link in the show notes around how to do this work. But what we're finding is this is what you've been doing all along. Educators have always planned whole group and small group instruction. The acceleration piece is adding the level of really strategically planning your whole group and then using the resources in your small group and centers that are all uh, linked to that content standard. If you work with us, the prerequisite report we have for math is really helpful. Then we have tools for scaffolding comprehension for reading, which is really helpful. They're all aligned to that standard. But the other piece that is so essential is making sure that students are emotionally as well as cognitively engaged. And they have to still feel safe, seen, validated, and affirmed in classrooms. Because when you plan this way, it will be a struggle for some students at first. They will rise to the occasion because you're going to believe that they can, but we need to also create really amazing connected classrooms and teachers need to do the strategic planning. So it can't be separate. It has to go hand in hand. Yes. So important. You have to have that trust in those relationships in order to, to have students know that you believe in them and accept the challenge. So I know that was a lot, um, but I think that is all we have time for today. We will link a ton of resources for you, like I mentioned earlier, and, and thanks so much for listening. You can follow along as always at Curriculum Associates on Twitter and at MyIReady on Instagram. And please be sure to tag us in your post too. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, or want to be a guest, please email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts and review an episode if you feel inclined so we can reach more educators. This is about you. We are here for you. So we would love to, like Sari just said, hear from you. If you are doing something or strategically planning, please let us know. We would love to know about it. And until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary.
This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates.